Hello everybody and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm your host Taku Mbudzi and I record this podcast all about writing in Melbourne, Australia. And in this episode, I'm just going to talk through some of the lessons that I've learned from applying for podcast competitions or putting myself out into podcast directories, specifically in Australia. Hopefully some of these lessons might help you out and also hopefully, yeah, you might learn a little bit from what I've seen. Um, Now, so I started my podcast at the beginning of this year because I really, really just wanted some way of speaking my thoughts and playing around with ideas around my whole writing experience. Um, So pretty much I work during the day as a technical writer. So I work for an infrastructure company. We do things like tenders and proposals and, you know, capability statements. And then at night I am trying to become a TV producer. So a lot of my work is writing stories, it's pitching, it's um, putting things together. So this podcast over this whole year has been just a joy in my life. I've recorded about 60 odd episodes. I've interviewed everyone from authors to comedians to writers to rappers, just a whole heap of different people I've been meeting on my journey as I start to produce my stories, whether they're for radio or for TV. Uh, So what's been happening is that obviously the podcast world or the, the world of podcasting, all of a sudden it's like the thing. Everybody wants to be on a podcast, start a podcast, and obviously a lot of people are listening to podcasts, which I think is absolutely fantastic because I've learned the magic of listening versus watching, and then that's now starting to influence my stories. So anyhow, I'm going to talk through in this episode three different um, podcast competitions slash initiatives that I applied for or thought about applying for this year, and then just some of the things that I've learned from them. Uh, So uh, in around June, so maybe a few months ago Nova which is a major radio station broadcaster had a competition with Acast and it was called PodQuest and essentially they were looking for people to pitch their podcast ideas and then they were obviously going to do all the stuff like you know get them a studio help them produce it all of that stuff and I actually recorded an episode on the um yeah, July the 25th. So if you look for it, it's episode 45. And I talk through my process pitching for this competition. Now, when I look at Nova, they're like a mainstream broadcaster in Australia. And uh, when I was looking at, you know, some of the stuff they, they make, I was really feeling like, oh, it'll be really cool to have a different kind of voice on there. And so I pitched this podcast, Two Words with Taku. That whole experience was really interesting because that was my first time actually going to somebody else and saying, hey, this is the podcast I already have. This is what I want to do. And um, yeah, it was really it was really quite interesting. And then interestingly enough, I had quite a few friends say, oh, I'm going to apply for it. And that's why I ended up recording that episode to talk them through what they need to know, because I've been doing this for a little while now. And I know the things like, you know, you need to have your podcast artwork. You need to, you know, um, have your little taglines. You need to know, you know, what category it is, that kind of stuff that I think a few of my friends didn't know. So I was able to talk through them, you know, that stuff with them. And that was pretty good. So I know I've called this episode 10 things or 10 lessons from entering podcast competitions in Australia. And I probably should just start going through them. So obviously I've talked about um, ACAST and the Nova PodQuest competition. So my first point is they see you. And essentially what I'm saying is whenever people are applying for these competitions, these podcast competitions, 
I mean, there are hundreds of people who apply, hundreds if not thousands. And the other two competitions I want to talk about um, are the ABC's Million Dollar Fund initiative. So I don't know if we call it a competition, but pretty much the ABC in Australia has uh, recently just said, oh, we've got a million dollars that we're going to spend on podcasts. So come and apply to us and tell us what podcasts you want to make and we will potentially pick you and make them. Uh, and then the second competition is uh, the Wheeler Center's So You Think You Can Pod competition. So this is the most recent one I applied for, which has also sort of inspired this, uh, this episode. So between these three competitions, I'll just keep calling them competitions. Uh, so between the three of them, I've now stepped back and looked at all of them and gone, oh, okay, that's interesting. So this first point where I'm saying they see you came from when I went to the Wheeler Center's event for uh, the So You Think You Can Pod competition. So this is where they were going to announce the winners. And part of what they said at the beginning was something like, oh, we had hundreds of people enter and we got to see a sense of what kind of podcasts people are interested in making. And, you know, um, in previous years, it's gone from, I think they said something like, you know, the documentary style to now this time this year around uh you know a lot more blog slash uh lifestyle slash first person kind of um podcasts uh, a, a bit more comedy stuff uh i think they said there was some tourism stuff uh, i can't even remember but that really struck me it really struck me in that moment because i just realized like oh wow yeah essentially when you're applying to these competitions you are you're, you're showing them your corner of the world and what's important to you. So imagine now they have hundreds of people applying and this applies to the ABC, to Nova, to whoever or whoever's running the competition. But essentially when you put yourself in there, you're now showing them a corner of your world and they can then see the lay of the land like, oh, this is interesting. So I think it's really important when you're applying to think about that as well. So what I mean is, where do you fit even within that context? So how do you feel about putting yourself out there and being part of, um, I guess, almost sharing something that might be unique to you? So something that might be your IP or something that might be your magic? Because look, disclaimer, I don't know any of these organizations or people at these organizations personally. So I'm not trying to have a dig or anything, but I'm just kind of almost trying to be objective that oh okay so from the flip side there is nothing to stop them kind of going oh wow we've had thousands of applications and we've had maybe hundreds of people say they love chocolate so maybe this whole chocolate thing maybe that's something we could explore maybe that's something we could do i you don't know so there's an element of you know if you're going to apply to these competitions know that they're going to see you and so when I was applying for um, the last one, So You Think You Can Pod, by this stage, I, I really, I know my podcast. You're listening to it right now. I love it. I know what's working with it. I know what its magic is. I'm trusting the process of still putting it together. So I really just put that in my application. And it was almost like, it was almost like, yeah, this is what it is. This is what I've already been making. This is what I want to run with. And again, sometimes when you're applying for these competitions, if you haven't played with your idea, if you haven't tested it uh, and you don't feel like it's strong enough or you have enough fire for it, 
it would be really hard or sad to then see that taken away or you not get it realized the way that you want. So I stress again, when you apply for these competitions, these people who are running them, they see you. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because obviously they want to support and they want to do all these things, but just also know that, that they see you. Okay, so my second point is take it seriously. And the reason I'm saying this is because I I did have a couple of friends say, oh yeah, I really want to do this podcast thing. Yeah, I've just kind of whacked something together. Oh yeah, I've kind of, you know, um, written a bit of stuff and, you know, it's not great, but I'm just going to put it through. And my thing is, look, they're competitions. They are looking for the best of the best. So you do definitely want to put your best foot forward and take it seriously and think beyond that moment and beyond just that application and putting your submission in, whether it's with a piece of audio or whether it's a bit of written word. Take it seriously because you don't know your idea might genuinely be the most amazeable idea ever. And if you've kind of half asked it, then you also are putting yourself out. And and the reason why I say take it seriously, I think I mean more from a technical point of view, because that's probably the thing that freaks people out the most is like the technical side. That's why people apply. It's like, oh, my God, they're going to do it for me. All I have to do is speak or make the stories and then they will send it everywhere. And I think the taking it seriously part is doing your research about where you would want your podcast to sit or the kinds of people you'd want to listen to it. You know, everything beyond just the idea. And you may find that actually crystallizes some of what you're thinking. And it might also be the reality check that you need that, oh, okay, maybe this isn't for me. So I really want to stress that one. Take it seriously. The third point is know your story. Oh my gosh, this is so important. Uh, So I was at this last event with the Wheeler Center and they had Julie Shapiro, who's this renowned broadcaster slash podcaster lady, audio lady from America. Uh, She runs Radiotopia, which is um, this audio network in America. And she was just talking through some of the things that she's been doing in her work. But, you know, there was something she said around the person who is... um, who is hosting the podcast or the person who's the main voice or just the importance of having a person or a voice or a personality to this podcast and this world that you're creating is very, very important. So if you are the producer or if you are the host, know your story. So why? Why is it you? Why are you the person to sit and talk to people? Why are you the person to bring the story? What personalizes it? And just looking at some of the people who were picked for these competitions or shortlisted or some of the people who um, say that they applied, for me, I just found that, oh, okay, they're interesting people or there's a personal connection or there's something that makes me take an interest in this person's story or journey. And that is so powerful. So if you don't know what your story is or what your fire is or what you really are so worked up about that you will cry tears of blood for, um, I would really say try and find what that is because I think that's what's going to open up the doors and the opportunities for you. So in this situation with my podcast, my fire right now is storytelling and writing. I cannot tell you every time somebody says, oh, I write, oh, I have a story, oh, I do this. 
I get so excited about it and I want to talk to them. I, I want to learn from them. I want to share that with other people. That has been my fire this year. And I think that's what's been making my podcast work. It's, it's two words with Taku. It's two words with me, me and my world, me and my friends, my community, how I see things, my perspective. And there's something so powerful and wonderful about saying, hey, this is who I am and this is my story and what I represent. Yes, I'm applying to your competition, but I already know what my essence is and what I want to share. And it's, it's, I can't stress enough how important it is to know that. Because the other thing is when we were at um, this Wheeler Center event, they had the three finalists on stage. So two on stage and one via Skype. And with the ones on stage, they were grilling them, essentially. They were saying, but why? Like, so what's your connection to this? But why? And the people who were sharing the stories were then, you know, and much respect to them, they were then explaining why, you know, my part in this story, why I think I'm telling this story, why I think I should. And I found that really inspiring. And then that's what made it compelling. It's like, oh, now I want to know, or I want to listen to that podcast because of that story, the person's story. The fourth point is know your brand. So it's one thing to know your story, but then also know your brand and and how you want to align yourself to these organizations that are running these competitions. And I think that's probably the biggest one that's uh, stood out for me is knowing my story and knowing the stories I want to tell, knowing how I'm putting myself in certain situations or my stories or the kinds of people I'm um, interviewing. I know my brand and I know the brand that I'm trying to grow and build and the community more than brand, I guess, the kinds of people that I'm trying to attract. And so it's interesting to look back now and look at these three different competitions. So with Nova and Acast, um, the reason why I, I applied for that, especially with Nova, was more the the comedy side of things of my brand is the fact that um, I, I see that lightness, I see that fun and playfulness in terms of, you know, the comedy and, you know, really pushing boundaries and, and things like that. However, in hindsight, I was kind of like, mm, there's some things that I don't think quite sit with my brand or the things that I value or the way that I want to market myself. So for me, um, looking at that, even from a commercial broadcaster kind of way, I was like, oh, no, I'm glad I still put it in because also... It's good to show what's out there and, and for them to hear, you know, diverse stories and things like that. But in hindsight, I was kind of like, oh, mm, yeah, maybe it's not maybe it's not quite exactly where my brand fits. And that's OK. So that was a good lesson there um, with the ABC podcast fund. I love the ABC. I watch a lot of their programs. I listen to some of their, their work um, with that with that initiative. I actually didn't apply. So I, I intentionally did not apply. I had heaps of people say, oh my God, Taku, there's all this money, go for it. But with the ABC, again, it was a brand thing. It's like, wait, wait, I'm still not sure yet how I fit in there because then I do have some, you know, kind of quirky ideas and I'm still experimenting. And, and the other thing is, within the radio world that I've sort of been mixing and I've been hearing about how it is to work um, with the ABC, you know, the good stuff, obviously, but the other stuff that is, um, or that can be challenging. And so for me, when I read the terms and the conditions, I was a bit like, mm, 
I think it's a fabulous initiative. I think it's about time people threw money in at podcasts. But because I've already been doing mine and because I'm quite comfortable, I've got a rhythm, I've got a community, I felt like, mm, I think for now, let me just wait. Let me just wait and see. Let me wait and listen. I, I, I felt like, mm, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if I need to be there yet. And I thought that was quite interesting. And then lastly, the Wheeler Center one. Um, so the Wheeler Center is, is essentially a, a hub for books, writing and ideas. It's in Melbourne. It's, you know, quite renowned. They have a lot of guest speakers and things like that. So they are about books, about writing, about story, about people. And that's why I applied for that. One of the things, one of the prizes was uh, like a financial one, but I didn't really care about that one. It was more the mentorship. So you were going to get mentored by different people and then they were going to help you produce or grow your existing uh, podcast. So for me, that was really appealing because obviously these are people who work with writers and, you know, I've listened to some of their podcasts, attended some of their events. So they felt like, okay, yeah, they kind of complement my existing brand. And that was why I, I put my name forward. But even as I applied, um, I still felt like, nah, I'm still good. So this is, how do I explain it? It's almost like you need to know what you represent and what you're about when you're applying for these competitions because it shouldn't be that you're now looking at them to make you, if that makes sense. It should be that you're walking in to say, hey, this is what we have, what can we create together? And I felt I felt really strongly about that is that no this is this is what I'm I've built or this is what I'm building how would that work with or within that Wheeler Center infrastructure um so that was yeah that was definitely an intentional decision in terms of oh okay yeah this this works uh, so yeah, I would definitely say look at the brands or the communities or the cultures of these competition owners or the competition people and how do you fit within that um interestingly enough there was when they mentioned the tourism or the travel podcast that had been pitched and they didn't say too much about what what it was about i did wonder like oh that's interesting i wonder how that fits into the wheeler center world or what they're about and yeah again that person might have pitched it a certain way i don't know but I initially thought, oh, that's quite, that's quite different to what they're already about. But hey, I don't know what that person pitched. So, okay, I've said that point. Um, number five, don't worry about the competition. And I always stress this, when you go into these competitions and you're putting yourself out there, you almost can't afford to think about what everybody else is doing. You, you kind of can't. You, you have to know your thing and your magic and your story because they are going to be some other phenomenal ones uh, of the two finalists that were there at the recent competition one of them was a lady who was talking about the sound of cancer and she was talking about tracking cancer cells within the body and using music but also threading stories and I mean, I've, I just had never heard anything like it. And it was just so different and it was so interesting. But I couldn't now look at her and go, oh my gosh, my podcast must be crap. Because no, I mean, you know, it wasn't. It was just hers was her thing and her story and her gift. And then mine is what it is. And 
I think it's been nice to know myself or my podcast well enough or be comfortable or love it enough that I've gone into these competitions curious about everybody else. And so when they were saying, oh, we've had hundreds of people apply, the thing that pulled the most at my heart is like, oh my gosh, that's hundreds of people's stories that we won't get to hear. You know, that was what was more painful to me than not winning. By that stage, I was kind of like, mm, I'm not sure I need to win this. But I was like, wow, imagine, imagine how many people are out there with amazing stories to tell and we won't get to hear them. So yeah, don't worry about the competition because you're meant to be creating your own audio world, your own land, your own landscape, your own your own place, your own sanctuary where people can come and visit. And it's like everybody's houses. Everybody's allowed to have a house and they're different. The decorations are different. You know, the, the backyard is different. So you're creating your own your own home, your own space. Don't worry about what everybody else is, is doing. And so I will say that, you know, if you're looking around and you're saying, oh, well, what other podcasts are out there? Um, don't worry about that too much. Just make what you want to make. It might sound so ridiculous. It might feel counterintuitive. People might tell you, shut up and sit down. That is stupid. But seriously, one of the biggest podcasts in the world right now is a guy who reads a book that his dad wrote. And the podcast is called My Dad Wrote a Porno. And I mean, you listen, you, you listen to that title and you think, oh my God, I would never listen to that. But people are downloading it in droves. They, they read this book and they laugh and it's a hit. So that's why I'd say, don't worry about the competition, what everybody else is doing. Uh, point number six, read the terms and conditions, seriously. I almost feel like I don't need to say any more than that. Read it seriously. Uh, I think the ABC one, when I read it, said something about exclusivity. In fact, a lot of them do mention that, that whole thing of, hey, once you apply, we pretty much will own this and you won't be able to share it anywhere else. Oh, and I think that was my thing with the ABC one, why I didn't apply. Because I still feel like, mm -mm, I'm still playing with this. I'm still enjoying this. And I'm still enjoying putting it where I want, how I want. And there was something about that that I didn't feel comfortable with right now. And maybe it was just to do with this particular podcast. And I have other podcast ideas that might work for that platform. But for now, I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, so again, read the terms and conditions. Because, yeah, they could be binding sometimes and also read what they say they'll do with your content once you apply as well um, and make sure you're comfortable with that number seven point number seven I've written have at least 10 episodes recorded before you apply okay maybe 10 is a lot maybe let's say five so what happens is normally when you apply for a podcast competition they say to you submit a sample or submit some audio with the PodQuest one, Nova and Acast one, they wanted 20 minutes. With uh, So You Think You Can Pod, they wanted two minutes. With the ABC one, I can't remember what they wanted. Uh, I, I can't remember. But either way, they will ask for a sample to hear what you're about, obviously. I mean, it's a podcast. It's about listening. It's about hearing. And so if you haven't recorded yourself or your voice and played around and tested and mixed some stuff and just really 
played, played, that's the biggest word. If you haven't played with your podcast idea, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't think it would be a strong application. And the reason why I say that is because, I mean, I'm 65 plus episodes in, but through that, I've been playing and learning so much now that when I'm pitching, I better understand what I want to pitch. I've got now a bit of an archive to pick from, like, mm, okay, what, what do I want to show them? And, and what particular episode might work for this particular uh, broadcast or this particular platform? So that's why I'm saying record yourself at least five to ten episodes of you picking different topics around your main one. And I'm, I'm legit trying to uh, think about this one lady I met who asked me to help her about podcast stuff. What did she say her thing was? Oh, honestly, I can't remember. Brain is cooked. But anyways, let's say you pick, um, you know, being a mom or something. There are so many topics around that one theme or that one main topic that if you write down five episode titles and you just record them into your phone and record them somewhere or you just talk about five different things to do with being a mom, you will hear yourself. It sounds so silly, but you really will hear yourself and you'll start to see themes that come through or things that you get excited about even think about who you could interview or or talk to about this particular topic i'm telling you it will change your idea and it will change it for the better so that's why i say have at least i would say yes at least 10 episodes recorded before you apply for any competition my point number eight start it anyways and I think that's probably the thing that's a bit sad, like I was saying before, about knowing there are hundreds of people out there who want to start a podcast and then they might not for a while because they didn't get through this competition. They've put their heart and soul into applying for this person or this organization to pick them and their idea and then they didn't get picked and now they're just like, oh, I'm not good enough or it's too hard. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Honestly, I just want to say, people, start it anyway. Starting a podcast is not as hard as you think. It's fiddly. It's, you know, it's, there's a bit of bits and pieces that you need to make it work. But, oh my gosh, it is not that hard. And if you are seriously passionate about it, if you are seriously committed, you will be able to find a way to do it. I, I'm literally right now sitting in my spare room in my, in my apartment with my laptop, with my mic, and a t-shirt and and you know <laughs> oh my gosh yes a t-shirt yes a t-shirt I'm comfortable it's a long t-shirt I'm comfortable I'm at home and I'm just speaking into this mic and then I'll put it online so I really want to say with with point number eight yes enter these competitions but if you don't get through start it anyways start it anyways you know we want to hear it I want to hear it everybody wants to hear this stuff so don't also enter these competitions with your whole soul feeling like that's it. That's your make or break. Nah, man, start it. It's not that expensive. It's not that hard. Okay, I'm getting really fired up as you can tell, but I just don't want to see people sitting on great stories and ideas because they think, oh, I didn't get picked. Ugh, nah, start it, start it, start it, start it. Uh, point number nine, don't sell yourself short. That's what I've written there. Yeah, don't, don't um, dilute, don't, um, 
what's the word? Don't underplay, don't underestimate, don't self-deprecate, don't like seriously own that shibobble. Own it, own that podcast, own that idea and just literally throw it in there. There is something so powerful about not selling yourself short because people can see it. People can tell. Oh, the other awesome thing is, uh, sorry, I know I'm, I'm digressing here, but I went to a conference where uh, people were like, oh, so what do you do? I was like, oh, I'm a writer and I have a podcast. They're like, oh, really? Cool. Uh, you know, what's your podcast call, called? And then I pull out my business card, which has the podcast information at the back. And then also, you know, I tell them it's two words with Taku. And it happened quite a few times. People literally go, oh, okay, cool. Let me look it up now. So they go into their podcast app and they find me and then they see my picture and then they read what I've done. And then they see the episodes and some of the people I've had on there and they go, wow, this is, this is really cool. And I'd go, yeah, I know. And not in a, yeah, I know I'm the baddest. I'm the best. No, no. It's like a, no, really. I know. I know it's, it's just so good to have something to show you. So that's what I'm saying. Don't sell yourself short. Don't think that, um, you know, if you've applied to these competitions, you don't get through that. There won't be other ways that you can still completely, completely blow people away. Um, no, do not sell yourself short. Competitions are not the only way to podcast. And then point number 10, which is the last one. Don't think about the money. So here's the thing. Stepping back again from all these organizations and all these people who are running podcast competitions or wanting to help people make podcasts, they can smell the money. The truth is there is money to be made in podcasting. Americans um, and people in America have been doing it very well. And obviously in Australia, that's starting to grow as well. So there is a push um, for people to make audio content because they know people are turning to podcasts. It's just a new territory that everybody's kind of going, ah, I want in, I want a piece, I want a piece. But my thing is don't even think about the money right now. What I'm hearing in my world and what I'm hearing from speaking to people who are, you know, world famous producers or filmmakers or who are like amazing book writers or authors or who are artists or and then even people within the radio world and then people within the TV world and then also reading all the newsletters and what's happening. All I'm saying is don't worry about the money yet. Yes, it's there. But just listen. Seriously, listen. Listen to your idea. Listen to your audience. And by audience, I mean the people around you, the people that you want to be talking to, the people who you want to influence, the people who you want to educate or the people you want to entertain. Listen to them. And they might not be on these platforms yet. They might be at your church. They might be at your school. They might be at your workplace. They might be in your bed, wherever they are. Listen, because what what is happening when you look at some of the most successful podcasts, it's not necessarily that they're the fanciest made or that they have celebrities on them or that they, you know, they're set in these fancy buildings. No, those people have magic and they have their their own magic and then they've worked out a way to really grow that and they've worked out the kinds of companies to partner with the kinds of platforms to put their stuff on they've worked out the kinds of products and services and brands to align themselves with 
they and then sometimes they've just made their thing and then people have come to them so again when you're applying for these competitions and they've got money prizes yeah that's great it's money yep it'll pay for production stuff but don't let that be the draw card but then also don't look at how much money people are making and how much money is out there for it because it will take away from i think you know the real clarity that you might need to work out what exactly your podcast is meant to be about and so for me right now i mean i cannot tell you how making 60 episodes and talking about all these different things has given me a deep 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 understanding of my story my brand my listeners the kinds of people i want to um you know reach the kinds of people i want to be around the ways in which i want to teach the ways in which i want to share my my content oh, i'm telling you it's changing everything and so now it's changing the way i think about the production costs or the the marketing and distribution costs of how i will um, share my content so it's changed how i need the money what i need it for and also potentially where i'm going to go and source it as well as then looking at what kind of brands do i want to be affiliated with what kind of products and services do i want to be affiliated with and I think this is really, really important to think about if you are looking to, to think about monetizing your, your content. Don't think about it too much in the sense like don't let that be um, such a big force, but almost think about it in a way that you're not beholden to it. I hope that didn't sound contradictory. I know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to say, in essence, there's a lot of money to be made with podcasting. Everybody's trying to get in. Some of these organizations are trying to get in because they know the impact and the reach that some of these ideas can have. You know, advertisers, sponsorships, blah, blah, blah. So there's also some, sometimes a financial reason for these competitions. But anyways, that's a side note. For you, the person applying, don't focus on the money. Focus on your idea. Okay, so... um. Honestly, I thought, I thought this was going to be a short episode because I wrote down those lessons. I wrote down 10 as I was cooking my dinner and I went, I'm just going to go on there, say these 10, 10 points and then th that's it. But I'm 35 minutes in, which is saying a lot to me already that I'm quite fired up about this. And I, I do want to end off on a happy and encouraging note just from lessons learned. Oh, and I haven't mentioned that I've got another podcast that I started a couple of years ago. It's called Multi-Me Radio, but it was a kid's one. And it had to do with my book. So I'd read out my book and I'd also answer kids' questions that they've sent me. So from that, from that one and this one, you know, this is where I'm speaking from, that it's not that hard to start a podcast. It's quite exciting. The creative freedom that you have there is no money anybody can put on that. And that's what you want to get to. You want to get to a point where you're creatively free and making the stuff you want to make. And then, then you can look at the people that you can partner and collaborate with. And that's kind of what I'm trying to encourage people to do is, is do that first. Crystallize your idea and then work it out. Know what it is and then go out and make more magic. So I just want to say, as, as I guess ending off this episode, 
Here are five questions or five things that you might want to think about before you start a podcast, let alone before you apply for a competition. Question one, have you played with the idea? And by played, I mean, have you written it down? Have you mind mapped it? Have you written down guests that you might be able to interview? Have you written down brands that you might be affiliated with? Have you you know, told your friends or other people, have you played with the idea of this podcast? Is it just in your mind or have you started really exploring it and prodding it and, and you know, really just messing around with it? Question number two, have you recorded yourself in a few episodes? Some people don't even know what their voice sounds like. And do you know, you can record on your phone. You can have, um, I know on, on iPhones, I've got an iPhone, it has the voice memos option. Literally go in there, press the red button and just talk. And just talk and talk freely. Pick a topic and just talk. Don't censor yourself. Just speak it. Just speak it and record it. Then press stop and listen back. Then do another one and do another one. And just keep them in your phone if you want. But yeah, have you recorded yourself and a few episodes or a few topics? You just talking about those things. What do you sound like? Number three, why do you want to start a podcast? All these competitions are going to ask you. They're going to say, why you? What is it about you? Why are you so fired up? Why? Why do you want to start a podcast? And that's a real one. That's a real question. Because if your intention and your motivation are not quite right, you're going to learn <laughs> a few steps down the line that mm, that's not sustainable. So if you're thinking you're going to start a podcast so you can get thousands of downloads straight away and make millions of dollars straight away, mm, okay, I don't know. Depends who you are, to be fair. Depends who you are. But uh, I think just really know why you want to start one. Question number four. And this question is inspired by Julie Shapiro, who was interviewing or asking one of the shortlisted uh, podcasters at that other competition for the Wheeler Center. She asked the lady who was, oh, she actually asked the lady who was doing the Sound of Cancer podcast. She said something like, what's the value in listening to your podcast? Or what's the value in listening to this particular podcast about the sound of cancer? And I must say the lady answered it so beautifully. She, you know, she could have snapped her fingers the way she answered it. She knew her idea. And I really respected that. She, she, I can't remember what she said. And I think to be fair, I won't try and mash it up. But she, she essentially knew why. She knew what value she wanted to add. Oh, no, that's right. She said something along the lines of um, removing that stigma around cancer and just making it that we can just talk about it without freaking out. And the way she was doing it was just talking to different types of people. So everyone from... You know, the people who make the wigs uh, for the cancer patients to, you know, the people delivering the news of cancer, just kind of almost demystifying the fear and all those things around cancer. The way she said it was really quite powerful because I had thought, yeah, like, why, why would we listen to this podcast? But the way she said it, she knew. So it's the same thing. What value does your podcast add to people's lives? What is it that you want people to get, to learn, to know, to enjoy, to be entertained by, to be inspired by? What is it? And for me, even thinking about it now, what value do I want to add? 
or what value have people been saying that I'm adding to them? I think it's just knowing there's somewhere you can come and say that you're trying and you're not there yet. And it sounds, it sounds a bit, eh, but that's what it is. Cause that's what I'm doing. Even in my own life, I am trying, I'm not there yet, but I'm not afraid to talk about it. I'm not afraid to say I'm scared. I'm not afraid to say, oh, I don't know how to do this or, or, you know, I'm having a moment of panic or I'm, or, you know, this really exciting thing happened or, and I think that's why my listeners are still listening because I talk about, you know, the things that I'm learning. And so the value is me teaching and sharing what I'm learning from trying my best and not being there yet. But it's all around writing and storytelling. And it seems to be working. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And my last question. Eesh, this one is so important. People, please, can you just stop what you're doing? Please, please just listen to this one. Question number five. What else is happening in your life? Mm, mm -mm. <laughs> it's so important, you guys. I'm, I have not recorded an episode for a month because as the end of the year has drawn to, you know, Christmas time, my calendar has been crazy busy events, work, life. And then, by the way, side note, Zimbabwe had a coup and change of president after 37 years. So that was an emotional, ugh, you know, every, I mean, life happens. So what I'm asking is what else is happening in your life? Because podcasting takes real time and commitment. And, you know, that's something that you have to really look at. If you're going to start a podcast, how often do you want to be posting? Is it something that you do daily? How long are your episodes? How are you going to edit it? You know, who, who are you going to interview? What does running around to meet people and have mics and gear and what, what else is happening in your world? And how is this podcast going to fit into that? Because the production of a podcast is a beast. It can be a beast. And that's something that I'm not sure people sometimes really think through. <laughs> um, I know, especially with some of my friends, when I've started telling them the technical side of things, they're like, oh, I, well, I don't have time for that. And I keep saying, well, then you'll have to find somebody to do that for you. Because right now I will record this episode and it's already 30 plus minutes, which is a little annoying to me because I thought it would be 15. But hey, I won't fight myself. So that's now 30 plus. Oh, it's 44 minutes. Oh. Anyway, so that's 44 minutes that I now need to go and sit and edit and put together. And I just need to listen through it again before I post it. Then I need to write, you know, the content. Sometimes I write a few sentences or a bit of information on the blog post that I attach to that episode. Then I might have to post it on social media so people know that I've recorded an episode about podcast competitions. And then in between, I've still got to, you know, finish my dinner, call the boyfriend, you know, check on family, get ready for work tomorrow and, you know, all these other bits and pieces. So the reality check I want to leave you with is if you're going to start a podcast, really know and plan how it's going to sit within your, your world. For me, the last few months have been quite crazy, like I've been saying, but at the beginning, I, I really got into a beautiful rhythm where I was recording and posting and recording and posting and having fun. And I'm still doing that. And I've still got a backlog of episodes to share. Um, but that is probably the most important thing 
know your lifestyle and and know how you want this podcast to sit within that if you actually want to grow something serious if you want it to be um you know successful or if you want it to be something that uh grows or that grows you or grows your audience you need to keep doing it so you can learn from it um okay so that's it that is my 45 minutes odd of sharing what i've learned from entering podcast competitions in australia but also in general running my own podcast for this year I really do want to thank all the people that have been listening. And if you have questions, honestly, I'm always happy to answer them. So leave a comment or send me an email. I'm taku at taku.com.au or tweet me at taku speaks. No, at taku speaks. And yeah, I'm happy to help. And I mean, obviously, there's so many resources around in terms of how to start a podcast. But sometimes, you know, you just want to ask a person. You just want to say, um, yeah. I need this specific help and I'm happy for you to ask me. So thank you so much for listening to Two Words with Taku. There are many more episodes and stories to come and a lot more guests as well and new things to be happening in 2018. I'm not sure this is the final episode for this year, but in case it is because Christmas and life and everything's about to happen again in the next few weeks, then I hope you have a fabulous holiday and I will see you in 2018. Bye.